Hi, Satellite Sisters. We're excited to announce our new weekly newsletter, Pep Talk. That's right. It's happening. A little pep talk in your inbox on Fridays. Every issue will be short and sweet with podcast highlights, our recommendations for books, TVs, and films that are going to keep you entertained, plus recipes and other, you know, tidbits. And of course, there'll be a little pep talk because we all need that right now, don't we? It's the perfect newsletter to enjoy and then share with your satellite sisters and misters. You can find sign-up links all over the place, on our social media, on our website, on our Facebook, on our Instagram. We would love to have you sign up for Pep Talk now. Thanks. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a satellite sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. Thanks for joining us today. It's our Thanksgiving extravaganza, and that means the whole family is here. Well, sort of. All the sisters are on board today. I'm Leanne Dolan. I'm the youngest sister in Pasadena, California. I'm a writer and producer. Liz? I'm Liz Dolan. I'm the middle sister. I'm in Santa Monica, California. I am a marketer and a podcaster and uh, and a cook and a cook. <laughs> All right. I'm Sheila Dolan. I'm right after Liz. I'm a successful business owner and happy to be here. <laughs> All right. And Monica? Oh, hello. Good to be with you guys. I'm Monica Dolan. I live in Portland, Oregon. I'm a nurse, I'm single, and I'm a bike rider now. Mm. <laughs> All right. So Julie? I'm Julie Dolan. I'm still the oldest sister. I live in Dallas, Texas. I'm an empty nester. I'm an urban slash suburban uh, nana. And uh, this is great to have all five sisters in the house. This is really fun. Monica and Sheila, thanks for doing this. I know you have actual day jobs that you go to. Monica, you're a nurse. Sheila, you're a teacher slash tutor. And I know you've been very busy during this time. So we appreciate you being here for Thanksgiving. This is yeah, as close as we're going to get. So uh, fantastic. If you're a new listener, you know, Sheila and Monica, we're on our show regularly for a long time. They are always welcome back. If you want to find out more information about all the sisters, you can go to SatelliteSisters.com. But today, you guys, I mean, by special request, you're back and you're doing a Lab Rats. Monica, can you tell us a little bit about what it's about or are you holding oh, that? Well, yeah, I mean, this is new for us. We're going to be talking about small appliances. Branching <laughs> <Okay. laughs> yes. out. No, a, a small appliance. <laughs> okay. Right. That's, that's a good tease. That's a good tease. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sheila, what are you bringing to Satellite Sisters today? Me? Oh, I am bringing tales of a um, very, very much needed handyman. That's all I'm going to say about that. And I'm also going to, in the entertaining sister section, I am going to gush about my new favorite show, The Undoing. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. We have had a lot of back-channel texting about the undoing, so I cannot wait what your official entertaining Sheila review will be. 
All right. We're also going to talk about Thanksgiving plans. We're going to talk about your Thanksgiving plans. We crowdsourced this question over on the Facebook group, and you are coming up with some innovative ideas for Thanksgiving 2020. And we're going to talk about regional side dishes. Uh, So that's exciting. It's more controversial than you think. It's controversial. Yeah. Julie, what are you up to? Well, you know, Thanksgiving 2020 is less about meal planning and more about scenario planning, right? I mean, it really has nothing to do with the food this year. Uh, I'm working on plan C now. I mean, it's we have tried, you know, we are not going to be able to see our son and, um, and daughter-in-law and grandchildren in Connecticut. Uh, you just can't get there from here. You know, that's what we, we figured out. We, we looked at, and I know many people are, they're looking at complicated scenarios with testing and traveling and retesting and quarantining. Uh, so we scratched that plan. Our second plan was we thought we might travel to Colorado, but again, there were logistics issues about and involving testing and quarantining or, you know, traveling great distances without stopping. So we're staying here in Texas, which I'm happy to say, and we're going to stay with our pod, which is my son, daughter-in-law and three grandchildren but we're heading to the Texas coast. So how about that? We've rented a house down there for a couple of days. Um, we're keeping it simple, sisters. I think uh, we're gonna bring a smoked turkey, but because we're at the coast, I am going to do a New Orleans oyster dress- dressing to go with it, and maybe some shrimp. We're gonna work that in as well. So mm. uh, I, I, you know, like everyone, um, I'm you know, trying to stay in the upper loop. I'm just grateful <laughs> for so many things. I'm going to, you know, just stay perked up about stuff. And, um, but that's our plan. All right. Well, we, we're, you know, usually there's a group here in Southern California. Uh, and a lot of times it's at my house. We've done alternate things and it's a traditional Thanksgiving dinner. But this year we're mixing it up. We're doing it outside as we've been warned to do. We're having a single guest. That would be Liz Dolan. <laughs> I feel so honored. I feel so honored. But we'll be sitting very far away. So, you know. And, uh, yeah. And instead of trying to execute a hot meal outside, we wanted to do it midday to capture the sun and the warmth and the good weather and stuff. I'm actually doing basically leftovers for Thanksgiving. So I'm going to cook a lot on Wednesday. But we're just going to have turkey sandwiches, like excellent, high-value Thanksgiving turkey sandwiches with the stuffing and the cranberry and everything. I'm going to try my hand at lobster salad. So two weeks in a row, lobster makes an appearance on Satellite Sisters. That's unusual. And I'm going to buy some pies. And that's what's happening at our house. And Liz, you have vowed to bring the stuffed mushrooms. Yes, the stuffed mushrooms that I did on Cooking with Liz. So these are Martha Stewart stuffed mushrooms that Julie suggested I learn how to make. Super easy, super delicious. But I'm doing them in individual containers for each person, Leanne, because obviously there's no sharing of hors d'oeuvres that's going to be going on. There's no passing of plates. So everybody will get their own assigned mushrooms. (laughs) Yeah. And I was going to get individual serving tongs for each member of Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving party. Sheila, if you were coming, you were going to get your own tongs, but you have alternate plans and that's fine. (laughs) So I'm just getting five tongs with everyone's name will be on them. No touching anything. No touching. No touching. But I did ask over at Satellite Sisters what the rest of the Satellite Sisterhood is doing for Thanksgiving this year, because we know we've been asked to vary up our plans. So basically people are scaling down. They're cutting back. 
They're spatchcocking that bird. They're ordering from local caterers. They're sending Thanksgiving cards. They're going to play board games over Zoom. They're going to craft virtual cocktails with friends. These are all excellent ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do appreciate what Kathy said. She said she's really mourning the loss of her big family Thanksgiving. Funny how I complained about it in years past. Too much work. It will be small this year and less than five people and outside. So I hope it's not raining or cold. We hope so too, Kathy. All right, Sheila, you're going to feel this one. Anne said, I'm a high school vocal music teacher and have been in person since August. And every day I'm terrified we're going to have an outbreak at school. She said the stress has worn her out and she's looking forward to spending Thanksgiving at home, catching up on sleep and relaxation. Totally get that, Leanne. Good, good for you. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Lisa said, Lisa's already tried it. She tested out an outdoor Thanksgiving yesterday. Huge success. Temperatures in the high forties, fire pit and outdoor heater on. Wasn't that bad. She served Thanksgiving dinner sandwiches and hot cider, which is nice. Liz, I may add hot cider to our menu. Everyone, everyone wore masks when they weren't eating and brought their own camp chairs they had one bathroom available with the window open. So excellent. <laughs> Lisa doing her job. I like the run through concept here. It's like doing a test batch. Yeah. Just run it through, see how it works. And then you can adopt it for the whole holiday season. All right. Christy is hosting something called a tense giving an outdoor Thanksgiving celebration. Fun fire pits, family pod seating, and an outdoor portable bathroom. Okay. <laughs> Well, that is flexibility to go different places outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you got to give her the points for the branding. Thanksgiving is just a very cute name. Uh, All right. Claudia and her family are creating their own turkey trot. That's the race that a lot of towns have before Thanksgiving. The official event is canceled. So she said a small group of her family is getting together and they're going out in their matching turkey trot T-shirts. That's ambitious. Liz, we're not doing that. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Jenny said this is okay. I got to give this to Jenny. She said she spent the last nine years doing Thanksgiving at various rehabs and assisted living facilities. Okay. So not this year. She said she's a little bit happy about it, but here's what she's doing. She's a single woman. Her neighbor downstairs is a single woman. They're going to share the cooking tasks. They're going to swap food, but they're eating solo in their own homes. (laughs) I like that idea. It's a good idea. Isn't that's it? a good, that's a good single woman idea. I like it. It's problem solving. It's that's, it's good. All right. So check out what Elise is making because it's just a small family. She's going to skip the Turkey. She all, they all prefer duck. Ooh, Elise. Uh, she's going to do it French style with the legs confited, confited. Uh, the breasts are seared separately and served with a fruity port sauce. Wow. Elise. Wow. <laughs> ambitious. Uh, okay. This is something our family won't be doing, but Cheryl, it sounds great for you. You're going to skip black Friday and commit to making holiday crafts all day with your daughter. That seems nice. Doesn't it? I think that sounds so nice. Yeah. It's super nice. Okay. How about this for nice? Wendy and her daughter are baking a dozen pies and then they're going to drop them off at the neighbors. Oh, that is a great idea. That's why I decided that my cooking with Liz dessert had to be shareable. So I don't know who I'll drop them off to, but, you know, yes, to try to do some sharing over this Thanksgiving, even when we can't be together, it's hard to figure out how to execute that. So points for the pies, for sure. 
All right. And then Sharon said, I love the thread about family holiday plans for 2020. She said, I picked up the great idea of a virtual pie bake-off for Thanksgiving and oh. added Christmas holiday cocktail contest for December. So there you go. She's Sharon is learning. There's a lot <laughs> happening over there at the Facebook group. Okay. As long as we're talking about food, let's talk about sides. Now, um, we posted, I posted a map from a totally questionable source about favorite regional side dishes. And I was very suspicious about this map because it had, you know, people in Maine claimed they really loved side salads more than mashed potatoes. How is that possible? Okay. That is not believable. That is not believable at all. It's not, not, not credible at all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would like a ruling. Is a roll considered a side dish? <laughs> <laughs> no. By whose rule? No. No. I would disallow that. Did somebody say some state had that as their favorite? Yes. Several states. Okay. Uh, how is gravy was a standalone option? Like as opposed to mashed potatoes and gravy or turkey? <laughs> I don't even know. Is that a side dish? All right. I was also confused that deviled eggs was a favorite side dish in Indiana. But I don't think of deviled eggs as being a Thanksgiving thing, even though I love deviled eggs. So, uh, and then... I can see see that. I can see them at Thanksgiving. Yeah. But I think of them as an appetizer, not a side. Thank you, you, Liz. Yeah. Yeah, It's a a categorization challenge. I mean, yeah, it depends. Maybe it's more of a buffet that they're... Thanksgiving buffet. It's not allowed this year, Julie. I know know that. Okay. (laughs) All right. It was a questionable news source. And then Thanksgiving, the green bean casserole apparently takes over most of the country. I don't, we, that was not a part of our growing up. Has anyone, uh, does anyone make that? You guys, no. any of you? No. Uh, I've made it before, but I made the elevated green bean casserole a couple of years ago and I loved it. It was great. Oh, okay. It was Monica, Monica, where did you get the elevated recipe? Uh, somewhere on the internet, it was Jamel, <laughs> and the top was crispy, um, crispy onions that I fried myself, Ooh. and chanterelle mushrooms. It was elevated. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Okay. okay. All right. Well, here's some other findings. Once people saw the map, they weighed in on regional side dishes. So I've just compiled them. Apparently, many people serve deviled eggs at Thanksgiving, Liz. So yeah. whether it's a side yeah. or not, they don't care. They're delicious, and people like them at Thanksgiving. Um, okay, dressing versus stuffing, that debate continues, but all agree that both are delicious. Julie, a lot of people from the South and Louisiana and various other coastal southern places said they were making oyster dressing. Oyster, oyster dressing. Uh, yeah. That's happening yeah. here. Uh-huh. Okay, my friend Mary Kay Andrews, the writer, I had to laugh when she saw the map and she said, I'm glad I live in the mac and cheese belt, which is funny. (laughs) (laughs) Southeast, their favorite side was the mac and cheese. Apparently in Maryland, uh, sauerkraut and kielbasa is often served at uh, Thanksgiving. Huh. Ah. Okay. Well, all right. That's something I enjoy and have been trying to work more, you know, probiotics into my diet. So the sauerkraut sounds good. (laughs) Seems like a lot with turkey, but okay. Good for you, Marilyn. Okay, Sheila, these next two made me think of you um, okay. because because I know how much you ins- you you shun carbohydrates or anything <laughs> that especially combined carbohydrates. So, oh, yeah. North da- okay, so North Dakota apparently reps something called the Lefsey, 
And I didn't know what that was. L-E-F-S-E. So I Googled it. And Ooh. apparently it's a flatbread made from mashed potatoes. Oh, okay. yes. That <laughs> okay. sounds delicious. <laughs> okay. And oh. then someone else mentioned that their favorite side dish, someone else from the Midwest, that their favorite side dish was buttered noodles combined with mashed potatoes. Oh. <laughs> what? No. I, I, I could not get to try it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, those are two great things. So, I that's a lot of carbohydrates in a single meal. I mean, just Absolutely. get it done. <laughs> just gets the job done. Okay. Jello salads were mentioned. There were none on the map, but people said they love them. Oregonians, Monica, you can represent here. The map said that the biscuits are the favorite side dish in Oregon. Have you ever had a biscuit in Oregon? Never. Yeah. Never okay. had this. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and that's many Oregonians agreed with you. They said, where are the cranberries? Where are the filberts? That's what we have in Oregon. And then I like several New Mexicans said, we'll eat anything as long as you just add chilies to it. So that's it. It's good at whatever it is, add chilies. And that's New Mexicans favorite side dish. So there you go. Side dish, side dish from around the country. Okay. Yeah. Well, I am looking forward to seeing some pictures in the Facebook group of, you know, what people do on Thanksgiving, because we always enjoy that. But, all right, time to move on to the big announcement. Uh, the Cooking with Liz dessert selection is here. You know, I've been doing a uh, holiday season. I did appetizer, Martha Stewart's uh, aforementioned stuffed mushrooms. I did a main that was uh, Chateaubriand, because as long as I'm cooking, I don't really like either turkey or ham. So I went with beef. So did that. Leon taught me how to make uh, elevated scalloped potatoes. But I said to listeners, uh, please propose some desserts that I could actually make. And my only rule would be that they had to be shareable, things that I could make and then, you know, share around to my friends. So da 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 da, the winner is, I mean, and these look so gorgeous. Wait till I post the picture of them. The winner is cranberry lemon bars, right? Mm. This was posted in the New York Times cooking section. Uh, so the recipe is by Genevieve Co. But it was suggested in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group by Amanda. And uh, Amanda, thank you so much. I mean, these look gorgeous. And I would normally have shied away from anything involving a crust. But now... I feel like during the current unpleasantness, I have watched enough of the great British baking show <laughs> that I could actually <laughs> that I could actually attempt a crust. And these are basically so you can just imagine, sisters, they're they're lemon bars, but in addition to the layer of lemon, there's a layer of like cranberry jam. How about that? Ooh, so it sounds like a lot of tartness. Yeah, to a me. lot of tartness. Yes. Well, okay, Paul Hollywood, you're thinking too much. The well, it's the cook, the cookie is base this is your technical bake, Liz. Is this your technical bake? <laughs> no, this is going to be, and this isn't even my showstopper. What is the first thing called in Great British Baking Show where they just do something they know how to make? The that's what I'm doing. So okay. uh, it says it says the vanilla cookie base generously salted to balance the tangy sweetness on top, comes out crisp and holds up well, even as the bars keep in the refrigerator for up to five days. So there you go. So this is what I'm going to attempt. I oh. mean, 
theirs look gorgeous. Believe me, I do not have an ambition that mine will be particularly presentable, but you will all be there to see because I'll be doing this live on the show this weekend, Facebook Live, noon on Saturday, noon on Sunday. You will get me get to watch me attempt to make cranberry lemon bars. There you go. And that's the finale for the Cooking with Liz holiday season. <laughs> okay. I'm proud of you, Liz. That is ambitious. We're proud of you. We're proud of you baking. All right. We can't wait. We can't wait. All right. We're going to take a break and thank some sponsors. And when we get back, we're, we're going to be back with Monica and Sheila. They've got a lab rats and they got other stuff. So stay with us. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here. And we want to thank pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from pros is getting rave reviews. Leon, I am not surprised. You have been on that pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do. From their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. Do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Lee and Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when my hair's really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you're the boss. I'll take it. (laughs) You tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leans. Okay? And I'm I'm using it. Pros mm-hmm. isn't just better for you. It's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. So, pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos, too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. We're back. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. All right, Monica, what's up with this lab rat? Small appliances. Take it away. Well, this is Sheila Dolan, actually. <laughs> and I want, I want to say we are the lab rats to anyone who's who doesn't know us. We are the lab rats, Sheila Dolan here in Los Angeles, Monica Dolan in Portland, Oregon. And lab rats is a special time of the show when Monica and I test consumer products for you and report back on our findings. Monica? Well, Sheila, I know it's been a while since lab rats have gotten together and I'm sorry, but I decided to go out on my own on this one. And I wanted to bring you, my fellow rat, a recommendation for a small appliance. Wow. We never never had the budget for small appliances before, did we? No, we did not, Monica. Even the the bras we tried on, we couldn't afford to buy. But keep going. (laughs) That's right. We had to put them back on the rack. Now, Sheila, this is a category I think that is near and dear to your heart or your head, 
So it's hot tools for your hair. Oh, um, that is so near and dear. Hot tool for your hair. Who doesn't love that? So everything else in my body is kind of going south with aging. <laughs> Uh, but I would say my hair is still holding up. So I'm trying to work on my hair. And I know, Sheila, in the past, you have tried to school me in the ways of blow drying my hair with a round brush. And my how did that go? For 20 years, I've been telling you, you have some of the best hair in the family, but you never, number one, you don't like to wash your hair. Number two, all I've been saying is wash condition comb out um light dry then you get your hot blow dryer and your round brush monica and you look like candace bergen come on <laughs> you do you do have very fine hair monica very full thick beautiful hair so yep well i true. could never master the round brush because it's like you almost need an extra hand or an arm there's just I can't do it. You know, mm. there's just one hand on the blow dryer, one hand on the round brush. And Sheila, you did try to talk me through it over the phone a few times. I did. So I am just the world's worst blow dryer. It usually comes out like just a big ball of frizz. And I also hate the noise. And I do hate to wash my hair. So <laughs> a couple of, <laughs> there's a lot of things going on in there. You're really I, behind the eight ball right from the start. <laughs> yeah. That I needed help with. So a couple of years ago, I fell prey to the whole flat iron craze. I wanted the beachy wave. I mean, who didn't want a beachy wave? So I bought a flat iron and I pretty much burned my hair a couple of times and then I never used it again. It's in my drawer somewhere in my bedroom. It was a big waste of money. But, you know, I do love a nice fresh blowout. So and I used to go to the Aveda school in Portland a couple of times a year. And I have the students do it, which I loved. It's $11 and you tip them a little something. It takes them forever, but I don't care because it looks good. But in COVID, it's just a little bit too risky. Yeah. So here yeah. I am. I'm home. We're all home. We're all <laughs> watching YouTube videos. <laughs> scrolling through Facebook. So I took the plunge and what I bought was the Revlon one-step hair dryer and volumizer hot air brush. Yes, my wow. wow. Sure you've seen these, the hot air brush, not hot hair brush. No, we know what you said, hot air. That's what I've been telling you for 20 years. Get some hot air on your hair. <laughs> <laughs> get some hot air and some brushing so the revlon was the least expensive model i think i could find because i didn't want to waste a lot of money on it it's about 40 dollars uh at rite aid which i like to call the store that has everything and nothing i have oh, i i beg to differ i'm a gold star member <laughs> you must be the only person that shops there because okay. one of my neighborhood is completely empty and but they have like one of everything on the shelf and that's it and it's a giant store anyways let's get on to uh the revlon one-step hair dryer and volumizer hot airbrush this thing is a beast it's gigantic it came out of the box it was scary it's a super-sized blow dryer with an oval brush 
And according to the product description, it has nylon pin and tufted bristles for detangling, improved volume, and control. Ooh, oh, wow. Wow. Oh, again, we are the lab rats. Today, she and I are talking about hot air tools or hot tools for your hair. Something about hot air. So, <laughs> so Sheila, here's how it went. Okay. First all, okay. First of all, I got some plastic clips to section off my hair because okay, I washed first of all, can we go, Wait a minute. First of all, did you wash your hair? Did you wash your hair? I washed my hair and okay. I put conditioner on it. Thank okay. you. Yes, Good I did. Girl. Good girl. I only, I only wash it once a week, so it's quite quite an event. Oh. So, I know that's going to gross you out a little, but okay. you know. Let's keep going. Okay. So um, I sprayed some stuff on my hair because you're supposed to put some sort of heat protectant on. And I started in the back. So this is really a two-handed operation. What you do is you lift, pull, and twirl sections of your hair around the brush. So you got that, Sheila? It's lift, pull, and twirl. Lift, pull, and twirl. Okay, got and it. And repeat, but this beast, it does the twirling for you because it's two-handed. So you put one hand on the end, you're just lifting, pulling, twirling. It's a small upper body workout at the same time. <laughs> um, I would. It took me about 10 minutes to go all the way around. And here's the big reveal. The results were shockingly, shockingly good. Monica, wow. that's fantastic. Congrats. I, I, just, I, I was a little bit giddy when I looked in the mirror, when I saw what this beast had done. It's not quite a salon blowout, but it's pretty darn close. My hair was volumized. It was smooth. And Sheila, I know you'll love this. It had just a hint of curled finish at the bottom. Oh, you need that, Monica. That's the most important part. <laughs> but I couldn't. I couldn't do it on my own. I wanted to tell you, someone at work asked me if I had been to the hairdresser. Oh, my gosh. That's a great recommendation. Yeah. All the validation I needed to know that this thing worked, and it was worth the $40. So I will say it does require a little bit of advanced planning because uh, I should have read the directions better, but you're supposed to let your hair air dry on its own, like 75%. And I didn't know that the first go around. It was just sopping wet, you know. So maybe there was a little bit more pulling and twirling than was necessary. So you have to wash your hair. You have to sit around a bit, which I'm pretty good at, believe me. Um, <laughs> yes, right. And, good season and, for that. And then and then you style it. And oh. it was shockingly good. Monica, so what? what is your official Lab Rats rating for the Revlon One Step Hair Dryer and Volumizer? Well, you know, Sheila, very enthusiastic to pause up. Oh, now, my God. <laughs> yeah. Now, going forward, I feel like I have to think of a nickname for this thing. I know Liz has the Betty, her Betty yeah. Cropper spoon. Yeah. And I don't think I should keep calling it the Beast. But that's <laughs> what I'm calling it right now. Mm -hmm. uh, um, so I'm kind of working on a nickname for my yeah. Revlon device. But I would highly recommend this thing. 
All right, Monica, it's Liz. I have a question. Like, so how often would you do this? Is this something that for you will be like a special occasion only thing? Or could you imagine this being more, you know, once a month really doing it up? What are you thinking for you and the beat? Liz, thank you for that follow-up question. I appreciate it because I've been thinking about this. So as I'm going to go back to, I only wash my hair once a week. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to wash. I'm going to use this thing once a week. Do wow. I do I think it's damaging my hair? Probably. I mean, what hot hair duel doesn't? But I feel like if I just do it once a week, it looks nice. Well, it looks nice till the end of the week. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's it's it's, it's regular rotation. Monica, you, this is Julie. You've been saving your hair for twenty years. You haven't been doing anything to your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so you, Julie. You have you have you have some like credit built up. Uh, <laughs> I think to think about it. I hope that's the way it works. Oh yeah. Anyways, great. Well, money well spent. Okay. So I'm really Monica- enjoying. It. Monica, I'm so happy for you. You now have a friend in the bathroom. (laughs) I think that's great. And, you know, I'm glad to be here with you. Speaking of hot tools, um, um, this is Sheila Dolan again. I just wanted to say hi to everybody. I'll just catch you up really quickly. I, like many many people, have been lucky enough to work it from home um, Uh for the last eight months. So I am an official tutor, teacher, online, via Zoom, and um, number one on my gratitude list, of course, is the fact that I have work. I'm so lucky. I'm Mm -hmm. really, really lucky. Mm -hmm. But as a result of um, hours and hours on Zoom, without a real desk situation at home, I have sort of a high bar that, like, with two chairs, it's a high table, one of those, like, with, like, bar chairs to go with not a good situation for eight hours a day on Zoom. No. Well, who would have ever thought, Sheila, that that would be your primary workplace? It's Thank the, you, Liz. the Thank bar you. table and bar chair. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, I have been thrown into kind of an ergonomic challenge this um, past year, which has also led me to uh, to physical therapy, which, by the way, is great. Physical therapy is great. I want to say thank you to Katie, my physical therapist, who gives me a 10-minute massage every week. Oh, 10 minutes does the trick? It really does. And she has gloves on and mask and the whole thing. But I needed, Katie recommended an ergonomic chair. But uh, so I ordered from my new favorite store. Um, I don't know if anyone has ever heard of this online outfit called Wayfair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oh my God. They're they're constantly in my Instagram feed. Are you kidding? That could be my next purchase is anything from Wayfair. Love that store. Anyway, I bought an ergonomic chair from Wayfair, but I had no, no, no desire or no knowledge of putting it together. So Mm -hmm. what I did was I hired a um, handyman on Thumbtack. Has anyone ever used Thumbtack before? No, I've seen that. That's uh, where you can get all kinds of plumbers and painters uh, to help you with uh, various tasks. Yes. Yes. Well, Julie, you will be interested to know that my new handyman, it's better than Match.com because basically <laughs> you, you, you see the picture. You can pick the guy out from his looks, but he's actually going to do something. 
He's going to pick. I was going to say when you started this that it does sound like the meet cute setup for a rom com. So is that where we're going with this, Sheila? Okay, so Alex is six four. He's Russian. <laughs> he okay. comes with hot power tools. <laughs> he has a power tool. He put together this ergonomic chair so fast. And by the way, he works outside my apartment on the landing. Oh, that's good. So I set him up up there. I put sort of a drop cloth and and then just put stuff out there that I need fixed. So the first thing he did was put together the ergonomic chair. Dynamite. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Love it here. And then the second thing I'll just say, um, I'm not grateful for this, but I am grateful that Alex was here to put it together. I have um, sort of crossed over, ladies, into the shower chair mode has anyone crossed over yet no no that's a bridge too no. far no. Okay. no well i recommend it number one i got the high chair <laughs> stop wait a minute stop. what stop. So why what what well, brought this on sheila um because of my shower situation and the neighbor situation i wanted something where i could just sit down in the shower and, okay, I don't even want to ask why the neighbors are involved. What? Because there's supposed to be a plastic um, shower curtain on my window that keeps falling down and breaking. Uh -huh. And oh. so I have no uh, blockage into the driveway where neighbors can see me in the shower. Okay. So it's a it's a privacy situation. I got it. I got it's it. not that you can't stand up in the shower. Okay. That's no, but like I, I had a choice. I could do the low stool, which would be very hard to get up from. No, you oh need the comfort God. height. Uh, the comfort <laughs> height is great because even if I decide to stand and take a little break, I can put my my products on the chair, Monica. Okay. And you don't you don't can have I to you something. Did Alex have to put the the shower chair together? He did. He 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 doesn't care. He he knows, he knows I'm a woman of a certain age. He he's fine with it. I mean, he doesn't talk much. I didn't try to engage in, in conversation. He just does the job, is what I'm saying. That's what you need. That's what you need here. Just Alex on the landing. Okay, that's good. So, um. You know, thankfully I have work. Now I have my chair. I have my shower chair. What could be next? I don't know. On the list of things to fix that can be fixed outside my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just wondering, Sheila, the new ergonomic chair, how does that work at your bar height table? Like, don't oh, you need a new table then for that? No, no, no. I've switched over. Leon, I am using your glass table that you gave me years ago. Okay. And, um, and because I'm short and Katie said, when I sit, my feet have to be on the floor. I have it pushed all the way down, you know, like with the, with the automatic, um, up and down button on the ergonomic chair. Okay. It's also called height. Okay. It's also okay. high Does it like tip you out of the chair too? I <laughs> <laughs> I love this chair. I um, and I love Wayfair, by the way, and I love Alex. So there you go. <laughs> and okay. I think you, you can feel confident that if the 
up and down button at some point breaks from overuse, you could just shove it out the kitchen door and Alex can fix it. Oh yeah, he's coming right back. We I have his I have his inst Instagram and I have his direct text line on thumbtack. Sheila, this is good. You have the resources you need to keep your life going and that's good. You're Thank a, you, busy, a busy woman with a lot of work. So I like I like the fact that you're, this is all, these are all self-care. I feel like Alex is like a self-care strategy for you. Totally, Liz. Everybody's mm -hmm. talking about self-care. Yes. Yeah, right. yeah. Most people don't find it on Thumbtack, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say when you pitched gratitude list, I did not think it was going to include a shower chair. <laughs> I, so, wow. Unexpected. <laughs> Unexpected gratitude list. That's for sure. <laughs> okay. Any anything else from you guys for this before we go to entertaining sisters? We're gonna take a break, but anything else? Oh, I'm all set, Monica. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Yes, you okay. are. Yeah. Can I all can right. I take this moment to remind everyone that all five of us are going to actually be together on a Zoom show in April for Sixth and I. We, we've talked about this before on the show, but not when Sheila and Monica were here. But anyway, if you want to make sure you're up to date on like when the tickets go on sale for that, just remember we'll have that in our newsletter pep talk, and it will also be in the Sixth and I newsletter. So all five of us together on screen. I am psyched. Great, Liz. Thanks for the reminder. Good one. So if you need to uh, uh, subscribe to Pep Talk for that, go to SatelliteSisters.com and the form will pop up. We'd love to have you at our weekly newsletter. All right. We are going to take a break to thank a couple of sponsors, and then we'll be back with Entertaining Sisters. Stay with us. Liz, you know we love talking about FrameBridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting FrameBridge experience. Would I, I you like did. to share? Would you like you know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids. And one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already frame-bridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the frame-bridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and FrameBridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, rate or gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but FrameBridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds like- But you're going to be happy, okay? Yeah. And that's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or see a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's FrameBridge.com. Thanks, FrameBridge. 
We are back. Thanks. Uh, thanks again to Sheila and Monica for that entertaining B segment. We, appre- <laughs> we appreciate it. Wow. It's been a while since the rats have made an appearance. So it's great to have you. Uh, it's time for entertaining sisters and Sheila and Monica, you guys have brought some items uh, to satellite sisters you want to tell us about. So she'll take it away. Oh, I have a 100% pure entertainment today. Okay. Just listen carefully. Nicole Kidman, Hugh Grant, Coats for Days. It's called <laughs> The Undoing on HBO, people. It is unbelievable. And I think I think Liz and Leanne, who have seen the show, will agree with me. The production designer and the costumer deserve an Oscar. I mean, mm-hmm. right now. Because mm-hmm. this is... These are some of the most sumptuous scenes, the most sumptuous clothes, and it's all intertwined in an absolutely nail-biting whodunit. Nicole Kidman plays a psychologist. Hugh Grant plays a pediatric oncologist. And I just want to say, somebody did it. Somebody (laughs) did it. And it could be anybody, absolutely anybody in the cast, because it is a very melodramatic and yet a 100% entertaining show. Leanne, Liz, do you agree with me? I I do agree. I mean, I'm surprised um, how bad a lot of the acting is, and that has not diminished my enjoyment one bit of the show. So anytime Hugh Grant tries to emote, anything it's painful and yet i enjoy watching it and there's a lot of super attractive people and one particularly attractive police detective also worth checking out so you're i'm with you sheila i just i can't i can't stand it and yet i love it at the same time yeah this is liz for me it's one of those things i normally don't watch shows where i'm debating is this so bad it's good or like it's for me it's totally right on that line where I told you my my favorite thing about the whole show is the paint colors in all of the apartments I mean just unbelievable paint color like I mean I might have to start painting my place because they're just dark and the hues and the paint colors you mentioned the coats yeah it's like Nicole Kidman has so many long coats walking the streets of New York in these like velour coats. Anyway, so there's all that. But then one thing that's kind of getting to me, have you noticed how many close-ups they do of like Nicole Kidman's eyeballs? Like what's yes. that about? What's, I don't know. Don't I don't you know. think that could be another clue, Liz? I think it's a clue. <laughs> yes. I think there's something there's something we're supposed to be understanding from the constant eyeball close-ups, which is why I say it's either really good or so bad it's good if I'm spending my time thinking about that. But uh, Liz, nobody does I'm out of control woman better than Nicole Kidman and her face doesn't move. I mean, it doesn't. (laughs) And a super, a super scary Donald Sutherland. Don't forget him. The father-in-law, father slash father-in-law. He could have done anything. That guy. Yeah. He could have done it. He could have done it. I recommend it. Start watching. Keep watching The Undoing. Good one, Chill. Yeah. And. Her hair is just its own character, Nicole Kidman's yes. hair. So I would also add that to the list. It's fabulous. It's unbelievable. <laughs> okay, Monica, what do you have? Okay, I have an oldie but goodie. And my recommendation is uh, the Netflix show Salt, Fat, 
Acid Heat with Samin Nosrat. Uh, I know it's been recommended on the Facebook group. I rewatched it this weekend. Samin is a chef. She's a food writer. She's incredibly warm and funny. And the show, it's only four parts. Um, it's a travelogue. She goes to Japan. She goes to Italy. She speaks Italian, by the way. Um, it's a cooking show. It's absolutely gorgeous. And the reason I rewatched it this weekend is I decided to make her buttermilk brined roast chicken because I'm trying that out for my Thanksgiving dinner. And she does that recipe on one of the episodes of the show. And honestly, I can't even remember if it was the fat episode or the acid episode. Anyways, (laughs) probably the fat episode. (laughs) It might've been the fat episode, but I wanted to watch her do it before I did mine. Um, It's absolutely delicious. I just used a chicken breast bone in skin on. I didn't do a whole chicken, but that's what I'm having for my solo Thanksgiving dinner. And she also does, I know it's been mentioned on the Facebook group also. She also does this very fun podcast called Home Cooking with her co-anchor, Rishi. And they talk about cooking. They have callers. Um, they're a great pair together. I just find her very warm, very funny. Um, and I recommend salt, fat, acid, heat. That's, That's good- great, Monica. You know, of home cooking, I think she talks about that brine that you just said you were doing so you can get it on the tv and then have it reinforced on the podcast yes she does because she did it again she redid the recipe uh for a turkey for a thanksgiving turkey and that's what got my wheel spinning i wanted to make the chicken this weekend then i rewatched the show so it all came full circle with my delicious roast chicken the other night Mm, so that sounds good. So you're going to have the good hair and the good bird for your Thanksgiving. Yeah, and I would throw in some buttermilk biscuits to go with the buttermilk brine. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's Portland's favorite dish, Mom. <laughs> it is. Yes, it is. Uh, I'll have to check that out. all right thanks you guys and thanks to you for supporting the people that support us um we'd like to thank sergio enriquez thank you sergio for making this whole show happen it's harder than you think to connect five people with the same last name on skype that is not easy (laughs) and uh, it managed to work uh and to have us all on the show it's been a lot of fun um sisters have a great week Yeah, I'm sorry we're not all going to be together. We've had many Thanksgivings where we're all together and it's always been so much, so much fun, so much part of our family tradition and heritage. And I just want to wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. To you too, Julie. You too, Julie. I'll just say peace and sauce. Peace and sauce. Thank you. I'm going to get out all the name cards and just put them around the empty table. Maybe I'll do that. That'll make me feel like you're all here. The name cards we've created over the year. That's nice. The place cards. Thank you, Julie. All right, everybody. Have a great week. You too. Bye-bye. And don't forget, call your satellite sister.